Welcome to our number two is Red Pill Politics, and you're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Boy, time is flying by today. We've got a great interview for those that are just tuning in. Where the hell you been? We started an hour ago. We'll have no more of that. Uh, let's get into the groove of things here. We're interviewing the organizers from TakeOurBorderBack.com. There's a border convoy, convoy going on, in case you haven't heard. And uh, these are the organizers. We just finished up with the state of California with Scotty, Kim, and Mark. Thank you very much. Great information. And uh, we now have uh, Mark from Arizona, uh, Robert from Texas. Uh, we're waiting on one more uh, caller who's been on uh, hold probably for a while. Uh, we're really moving here today. Uh, we're going to hold uh, the, the listener callers for this week. In, until the, uh, the end of the show, okay? We may have some time at the end. I don't know. I want to get as much information out as possible. Uh, but hang tight for this week, if you would. Um, here's what's going on. I need you to subscribe down below. If you're uh, listening to the stream on Rumble right now, I appreciate you watching. But I need you to give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the notification so that you know when these big shows are going on. Uh, and also republicbroadcasting.org. There are some great fundraisers going on over there. For the entire month of January, if you make a donation of $250 or more, you can get a Confederate battle flag quilt and a whole bunch of other goodies, too. So check it out. There's always a, a, a book of the month or something. Check them out frequently. There's always good stuff going on. Mutually beneficial arrangements and contracts are always the best. So when you donate, maybe you get a chance to win a really cool quilt. Or maybe you could purchase some of the products that are offered there. But support us somehow, some way. We are completely listener-funded. And uh, you hear me right now because of people like you. So thank you. Um, let's get right back into it. Uh, we're interviewing the organizers from TakeOurBorderBack.com, starting on the 29th on the East Coast, heading out to the southern border for a set of three rallies. Uh, we're now joined with some of the organizers here from uh, both Arizona and Texas. i uh, got Mark and Robert on the line. Uh, Robert, I think you've been on uh, uh, the longest here. Uh, let's get to a, an introduction from you, and I'm looking forward to this uh uh, being from Texas, I had some information I wanted to share with you and see if it was something you were familiar with. But uh, Robert from Texas, uh, can you hear me okay? I can hear you great, Dave. 
All right. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Robert, and then let's jump right in uh, your involvement with the convoy effort. Sure. I appreciate you having us on uh, the program today. Um, it's a really exciting thing that that you know, we, the people, are involved in. You know, this is a 100% collaborative effort to take our border back. And, you know, my wife and I, we, uh, you know, we got inspired by hearing General Flynn back in 2020 say local action creates national impact 2021. And, uh, you know, get involved on a local level. We're like, oh, that mean, does that mean us, right? We're, we, we have to get involved. We have, we have to stand up and do something. Okay. What does that look like? And I've never been in, involved in anything, to be honest with you. I've been observing, uh, but to uh, actually get up and walk out that door and do something, that was, uh, that was foreign to me. We went down to our county commissioner meetings and uh, started explaining to them what was really going on with this pandemic. And that, that started, uh, started putting things in motion for us in a way that you know, we, we, we've never pursued. Uh, we end up putting up a billboard here in our local town in Bonham, Texas, and you know, put up a message about how many people were being, being injured, the, the VARS data. You know, from the from the thing, and so you know that that started spreading like wildfire, and we started putting up billboards all across this nation. Banners, the number four freedom dot com, is the website, and you know we're just trying to to warn our our fellow Americans of the horrors that are going on on so many different levels, whether it's medical tyranny, election tyranny, uh, you know what's what's happening you know, with with the J sixers and so on and so forth, and. You know, we, you know, you know, they say that one person, you know, what, what can one person do? Well, it's it's amazing what what one person can do when when God gets behind it, and you know, it it really it really encouraged a lot of other people. Hey, you know what? Because you know, we're we're nobody. It's just just my wife and I live out here in the backwoods of Texas, kind of doing our own thing, and when we stood up and started doing something. Uh, you know, change started taking place. You know, at least yeah, right exactly. here in our county. You can't have the wind stand up. You know, sometimes, it, and man, you, you make such a great point. It really just, you know, requires you to, to make that conscious effort to stand. You know, and when God's winds are in your sails, you know it. It just kind of pushes you along at that point. And conversely, if you're on the wrong path, there's almost nothing you can do uh, to succeed. You'll have every hurdle put in front of you. So, uh, boy, does that resonate with me in particular. Um, but how, and how would, uh, are these billboards, what would, was the response? Did this uh, uh, get the attention you needed? Did, was it uh, uh, that, you know, critical mass, that nucleus you needed to generate movements in, in these various activities? Yeah, well, really, you know, we're just being watchmen. We, we, were, we were putting up a message up to, to all those who were still asleep. To be honest with you, you know we're we're already awake, and and we needed our, our fellow brothers and sisters out here, who who needed to have something put in front of them that they couldn't deny. When you put up when you put up those big numbers, of how many people died and been injured, it caused people to pause and think. So, you know when 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 we saw the success of that taking place, and you know we weren't promoting ourselves, we we're promoting other people. Right, you know, we weren't a source of information, but but other people were. 
you know, whether, you know, there's all these different podcasters out there like yourself, you know, that are, that are, that are putting information out, attorneys and um, professors and, um, you know, folks that are in the fight. Uh, so we were promoting them and sending people to their websites. Because again, you know, we're we're just, you know we're just simple people out in the backwoods of Texas. So you know, we were lifting well, up our you're, brothers. You're and sisters. just a, you're just the person I kind of want to talk to. Is as I was doing a little bit of ground truthing out there and scanning along the border, I came across a very interesting site. I want to share that now, and and maybe you've got some uh, streamers that will be on board, or you might even be have activity out in this area. Uh, and if you do, I would certainly uh, love to get some uh, reports from on site. But there was a, a very suspicious area uh, near Lulinda, uh, Mexico. <coughs> Excuse me. And what it is uh, that got my attention was it, it's like the only place where there's a, a notable bridge across the Rio Grande. Now, this bridge was built in 64. It was built by Dow Chemical, and basically to uh, truck uh, chemical and supplies. And it was uh, later uh, uh, closed, basically. They wanted it removed, but they closed it down, just put some concrete barriers on it, uh, because it was a hotbed. They just said it was, the smuggling was taking place over this bridge. And there was eventually a border agent that was killed. And that's really what sparked the bridge to be closed. Well, it was supposed to be torn down. It never was. They dragged their feet, kept getting extensions, and then the movement. And it was really just a stall while they gained momentum to reopen the bridge. And a lot of the hubbub happened prior to 19, uh, 2009. And at that time, everyone was talking about the NAFTA superhighway or a.k.a. Trans-Texas Corridor and uh, that whole conspiracy. Um, but there was notably nothing on Wikipedia after that historically about this bridge. But what was even more odd is that the moment you get over this bridge, the very first thing you come to is the entryway uh, to the Heath Canyon Airport, which I'm sure it was part of the the smuggling concerns. We don't know who or what has gone over that border there, but it is the perfect scenario. And if you look at that bridge, this thing was built to, to what you could drive a tank over this thing, but it's a very suspicious, suspicious site where you have an international, it's called the Lalinda international bridge uh, in the, the village of Lalinda is a, a shanty village is maybe a hundred buildings, all of them with their roofs missing. And, and I think there's two dwellings that were viable. So whatever was going on back in the, you know, the nineties, the early nineties and, and prior to that is different from what's there now, but what a hot spot for all kinds of bad things. When I think of child trafficking, uh, I think of scenarios like this where you have these little shanty villages and dwellings and then, a couple hundred yards away in another country is an airport. Um, is, is this an area you've, that's uh, come on your radar yet, Lulenda, Mexico? 
in that international you know there, 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 there's a there's a lot of different things that have come our way you know this has been you know banners for freedom itself and you know i, I want to get you know to the convoy and talk about some details here but you know th- this is very much the same because this is a way for we the people to get together and to do something right banners for freedom was was the you know the people of the united states coming together and putting their loaves and fish to you know in in, in a basket and saying okay let's do this because our government's not doing this you know our uh the, the the education system is not doing this um there, there, there's so many different agencies that that should be taking actions and they're not going to do it we're, we're going to do it ourselves right so this is a way for people to come together it's not a unique idea you know to put up billboards but you know there's now uh, a means to to be able to do that where you know you don't have to know how to do it yourself you can just go to you know banners the number four freedom.com support it there and we can get a specific you know message out and, and we've been putting up messages about the border and about the child trafficking and about so many other issues and you know this is when i get a you know i i, I met this amazing man mark anthony who we're going to hear from here in a minute and he gives me a call and he's like brother i felt the holy spirit all over me about about something that he was he was asking me to do and 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 i, I feel like i'm supposed to call you about this and you know, I, I, I started thinking about it, and uh, you know, regarding a, a, a southern border convoy, and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm already involved in something like that by proximity. We're already putting up billboards. We're already connected to Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers down here in, in uh, Dripping Springs slash you know Eagle Pass. He's already doing you know operations down there. We're already connected to other folks. Uh, like good buddy Andrew Mullinex who's shooting a documentary down there on the border. And uh, I started making some phone calls. I started praying about it. I'm like, you know, is this, you know, this is a great mission. This is a, this is a noble mission, but is it my mission to be on right now? And, you know, doors just started opening up and things started aligning. I said, you know what, I'm in. You know, how, how can I serve? What can I do? And, you know, it's just been an honor to be a part of this and, and organizing uh, a way for people to get together. You know, and that, that's all we're doing. This is a peaceful assembly. You know, there's so many people that out there that I, I get it. They want to take action. You know, they want to see this end, and they want to see it end now. And they want to, you know, they're, they're, they're questioning, what, what is it, what must we do to stop this? You know, how far does it have to go? But, you know, I, I, uh, you know, I, I, I personally love the Word of God, and I love the stories in there. And I look at stories like Jericho and those men that were called to go march around Jericho for seven days, right? So it was one time every day for six days. But on the seventh day, he said, now I want you to march around that city seven times. And I'm sure they thought, are you, are you serious? You know, we've been doing this for, for six days, and now you want us to do it seven times in one day? And I feel like we're, we're all kind of at that point, right? Another march, another convoy, another rally. You know, when is this going to end? When are we going to throw, you know, uh, ladders over these walls and go in and handle business. But if we if we get it's ahead of what God is doing in His timing, it is happening. I'm sorry, in other countries right now. You look at what's going on in Germany and other uh, in the Netherlands. Uh, those flashes are starting to happen. And I've said this before. And, and you know, we're really feeling the growing pains of globalization. That's really what this is. You know, most of our problems that we have domestically are actually due to the uh, interferences of international uh, 
entities in for in very flawed foreign policies, and this is how they trickle back in. These are the effects that they have on us. So if there's going to be pushback against a globalist network, and that's kind of what this is, um, it has to happen globally. It's not just going to be the United States. It's not just going to be you know other countries. But boy, am I glad to see. People are starting to go into the streets here because that is exactly what's needed. And I don't mean in a violent way. Just so many people need to pour into the streets and and put a stick in the spokes and say the the crap stops here and force the machine to stop and listen. Uh, That hasn't happened yet. People wake up in the morning. They see cars driving by. They flip their light switch on and the lights actually come on and they feel the world is okay. Their TV and their cable is still piped in, so the world is okay. I, I don't know what it takes either. I, I'm I'm sincerely frustrated, well, and that's why I want to try to give this some attention. Um, and you know, people got a lot of questions. Um, I'm going to try to throw some things out there for you guys to yeah. to respond to because you know what happened uh, on J6 had a very dampening effect on activism in in general. And people are just recovering from that now only because there's hope that the lies are going to come out and justice will actually prevail. But, um, you know, people are still a little apprehensive. So, you know, I want people to know logistically what you guys have got in place to assure that this is a peaceful assembly seeking redress of grievance. This is exactly what the First Amendment was built for and, and how your event uh, uh, jives with that and reconciles. Sure, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll get into some of those details right now. But you know, keep keep in mind, you know, when those when those men did march and they followed specific instructions and they they were handling in a peaceful way, it wasn't them. They didn't have to go into battle. It was it was the Lord that knocked down those walls, and all they did was reap the plunder of victory. So that's what we're doing. You know, we're we're peacefully assembling. And we're calling on the Lord to fight this battle for us, and we're gonna we're gonna use our First Amendment rights. You know, we still have our constitutional rights in this country, and uh, we're gonna exercise those rights. And we're we're gonna gather in Virginia Beach, uh, right there at the first landing spot where this nation was covenanted to God in 1607, on Monday, January 29th. There's a convoy that's pulling out of there, two beautiful RVs, good friends of ours, uh, fully wrapped. God and country, uh, patriotic messages. And they're going to head out of there, and the first stop is going to be just a few hours in in Raleigh, North Carolina. We're meeting up with Lieutenant uh, Governor uh, Mark Robinson, uh, the mayor of Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, there's a, there's a, going to be like a pep rally that's going to take place and a press briefing that's going to take place for a couple hours as the convoy moves through. It's going to head down to Jacksonville, Florida, and be an overnight stay on January 30th. Then it's going to move into Baton Rouge, on Wednesday, January 31st, and then arrive in, in the capital of Texas, uh, Wednesday night. That Thursday, and you can find all these details at takeourborderback.com, but on Thursday, we're gonna, we're gonna drive around the capital. Uh, we're gonna have a, a rally. It's gonna be essentially an in-car rally, uh, sidewalk rally around the capital. We're not even gonna go on the grounds. We don't need to go on the grounds. But we're gonna, we're gonna make sure that our presence is known. And that the people have had enough, and you know, as, as soon as as soon as that's over, as soon as we're we're done there, um, circling the capital, uh, we're going to go down to one shot. 
and down in Dripping Springs. Colonel Phil Waldron's got a place right there, 30 minutes outside of Austin. And it's going to be an incredible time for all of us to get together. Uh, and, and we're going to uh, we're going to have some very special guests there that you're not going to want to miss. You're going to want to be a, be a part of that. Uh, but it's going to be an exciting moment for all of us to, uh, to to gather, make our voices heard. There's going to be a lot of immediate attention that's going to be taking place there. And then Friday morning, we're going to head down to Eagle Pass. Uh, there's going to be a, a, a warm-up rally that night and then a, a larger rally on February 3rd to to coordinate with all you know the other two rallies that are going to take place in Yuma and California that day. But let me back up because on Thursday, on Thursday the convoy is going to branch. There's going to be some folks that are going to stay in Texas, some folks are going to Yuma. And they're going to branch off on Thursday and they're going to start heading to Yuma, Arizona. And there's going to be an overnight stay in Las Cruces, New Mexico. There's going to be a pep rally going on there uh, the same evening that we're having a pep rally in Texas. Thursday evening, and then they'll arrive in, in Yuma, and uh, Mark Anthony will talk about that. But we're going to be posted up right on the border down there in Eagle Pass. Uh, we're actually not going to be in uh, Eagle Pass proper. Uh, we're going to be uh, just just north of there. We're going uh, we're talking about a uh, child refuge uh, ranch that's there. Uh, we're going to be supporting what what they're doing, and uh, and, and there's some some other details that are developing. You know, it's a, it's a hostile place down in Eagle Pass right now. If you haven't notice you know i've been following michael yawn he's one of my favorite reporters for this type of stuff and yeah it is a mess there's some of those areas there's such uh, battles with the cartels is that individuals who just think they're gonna uh, walk here on their own they've got all the cartels against them and if they happen to hook up with the wrong cartel who uses a different cartel's path and you got turf wars going on, so it's really not a. It is a pretty hostile. Well, we, 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 we've got we, we, we've got the National Guard down there right now in a state of emergency because Texas has said, "Hey, we we've had enough." And they kicked the Border Patrol out of there, so now we got the Feds down there fighting with the Texas National Guard, and there's more National Guard being sent from other states down there to back up Texas. So it's getting uh, it's getting real interesting real quick, and we don't know where that's going to go. But again, no, we're not trying to blockade anything. We're not trying to cause problems. Uh, we are having a peaceful assembly uh, uh, at our location to make our voices heard. Is your Texas group going to be going to those areas and providing support to? Support to? Well, there's a turf war going on between uh, your National Guard and, and DHS. Uh, one is an extra-constitutional agency, part of the new Soviet that I call them, and the other is actually a constitutional element. So or is there? Yeah. Are, are you going to give support one way or the other, or are you just going to stay separate of that? Yeah, we're, not, we're, we're staying out of that. That's not what we're, we're called to do. Uh, we're not getting involved in that. That's, that's for them um, to handle. You know, that's, that's why we've, we've hired them to do that job and so we're we're supporting texas of course um but you know we're we're not in position um, nor nor do we have the desire to get involved in a in a, in a uh, dispute between the federal government and the, and the national guard of texas okay i mean um all right yeah i mean if that's the uh uh, the focus is to stay on the border, um, and, and uh, but I think your National Guard and your your governor 
are doing the right thing and asserting uh, states' rights here and taking control of a bad situation because the, uh, you know, there's uh, lives being impacted right now with it being open, like we've been discussing. So, you know, by firming that border up and discouraging people from making that trek, from a, you know, a humanitarian point of view, is going to improve the situation for those that are thinking of, uh, you know, walking through Mexico and invading the borders. They're less likely to do that now. But, you know, your National Guard and your governor, I think, are doing the right thing. Um, oh, yeah, I, we 100% support them, and we're very grateful that this is happening. Yeah. All I'm saying no, is, you know, we're not, we're not going down there to start a fight with the border patrol. No, with I the was just wondering control. if you would voice support for that as part of your movement. Oh, 100%. Oh, okay. oh yeah, that, we're we're we're, we're connected. Asking. We're we're connected with folks within the uh, Texas government. We're connected with the sheriffs down there. We're we're connected with military down there. We're all a hundred percent full, okay. you know, backing of of what needs to what needs to happen. What we're just saying is we're not getting involved where we're not supposed to be involved. Right. There's right. a lot of people that want to that want to start blockading and they want to get out there and they want to start a fight. That's exactly what they want. And they want to start a January 6th type of uh, situation. And we're 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 not going to get involved in those kind of tactics. We're not going to be lured in and uh make make any kind of mistakes that are going to put anybody in harm. Uh we're going to be on a private property and we're going to have a peaceful assembly down there. Uh we're it's it's uh you know the, the, well, the I like that you guys made become... that clear. You made that very clear, and you compartmentalize what you're doing. You've established your goals. Uh, looks like you're working into uh, you know including those elements of government that are going to be able to make this happen um, and really hammer them. I, I can't wait. I hope you get a good crowd of people and and you have a, a solid plan forward how to just bombard these legislators and let them know. We're not moving forward. We really not don't want to give more billions of dollars to Ukraine. We got a problem here, uh, and it's time they admitted it. Because up to now, you, you ask many of the progressives, uh, "Do we have a problem at the border?" Oh no, no, everything's uh, going as planned. You know, and, and that's kind of the truth because <laughs> they're doing this on purpose. Uh, but is, that's got to stop right now. And this is a perfect vehicle. I really hope you guys. Uh, uh, have a, a lot of success, but um, wh- what else do people uh, need to know? Uh, you've got a route plan from uh, from out east, and it looks like you got you know little mini rallies at, at each of your stops as you work your way in. I'm sure you're you must be getting questions from all over the country. Uh, what about us? Um, w- what's your advice to them? You know, uh, set up a meeting point, start your own route, and go. Uh, uh, how are you handling the requests from other parts of the nation? Sure. Well, we're going to be constantly updating the website first. Uh, I encourage everybody to go there daily. Daily uh, information is being updated. We also have a X account. Um, you know, take our take our border back Texas. Take our border back Arizona. Take our border back GOBB. If you just search, uh, you know, we the people Texas or we the people Arizona or we the people California, you'll find this information. But we're going to be putting actual locations to the the meetup points. 
uh, throughout the convoy. So you can you can launch with us in the morning from one city to the next. Uh, you can show up at the at the stop location wherever that is. There's going to be midway points where we stop for fuel and whatnot. And we just we just encourage anybody to jump in along the way. Uh, we're going to be posting where we're the general area that we're staying and some hotels uh, options for everybody in all those locations. Uh, so this you know. Of course, continue to uh, follow along on the website, and we're we're going to see where this goes. Again, um, you know, there there's there's only so much that we can do. I know there's a lot of people out there talking about, well, we just need to go and we need to get our gun and we need to go over the border, and you know, people have a lot of have a lot of talk, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, you, you don't you don't see people actually doing that, and you don't yeah. see them doing that because when you when you know when you when you actually do that, you go and you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And I don't believe that's what we're called to do right now. Now, do you guys need anything logistically right now? Like I said, I got a pretty resourceful and uh, connected audience. Uh, is there anything that your effort needs on, on any of the uh, the rally sites that they could pr- uh, provide for? Yeah, you know, we're talking to a, a ton of different trucker um associations and uh, they're they're getting involved in this and you know we're working on getting a, a flatbed trailer uh, set up down there as a platform and uh, we're working on you know bringing together pa systems and other other items you know starlink satellite you know if someone wants to show up with an extra starlink just to stick have with a backup after, stick with me till after the break i got the bumper music coming in right now this is red pill politics you're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. We'll be right back in a moment. Swear I spend more Sundays drunk off my ass than I have in church. Hark of a King James, only been saving dust on the nightstand. And I don't know what to say by the time I fold my hands. I only talk to God when I need a favor. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Junkay, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajit by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look to the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. 
Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized. My lower edema has reduced and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem. Pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Time's flying today, boy. We're interviewing TakeOurBorderBack.com, the organizers for all three states. We started with California. Thank you to Scott, Kim, and Mark. I've uh, got some great information there. We've segued over. We've got Robert from Texas and another Mark from Arizona. And uh, Robert was just telling us about uh, some of the things that uh, they might be able to use along the way. Um, just as we were going into break, you were saying, flatbed trucks, uh, Starlinks, things like that. Um, I do know that if you contact the cellular providers in the area and let them know you have a very large event going on, they'll actually dispatch mobile units so that you uh, uh, don't have outage problems. Um, But uh, go ahead and give us a list of things logistically that um, our troops might be able to help out with. Sure, you know, um, water... People want to bring water. People want to bring, you know, something to eat. Um, you know, th- th- we're going to be down there for two days. You know, two days isn't a long, long time. Uh, we're not planning on camping out down there and getting involved in, in a big fight. So there's not, there's not a whole lot we need. But we are going, we are going to make our voices heard. And ultimately, you know, there's, there, I think there's a lot of folks that don't realize 
that this is much bigger than us. This is bigger than, than a border issue. This is bigger, like you were talking about, this is, this is a worldwide issue, and it's a worldwide issue because we're dealing with principalities and powers in high places. If folks don't realize that we're in the biggest spiritual war that we've ever been in, then we're going to miss it. We're going to start operating out of emotion. We're going to start operating out of the flesh, and that's exactly what the enemy wants us to do. It's going to yeah. distract us, and we're going to make poor decisions, and we're going to get ourselves involved in things that we ne- wish we'd never been involved in. Do we have the right? Yes, we have the right to do many different things. But is that the right thing? And so, you know, us personally, me personally, um, you know, we we are, again, peacefully assembling. Anybody who wants to, you know, bring their long arms and, and start a war with the federal government or start a war with the Mexican cartel, uh, we don't want anything to do with that. Um, they're, they're not welcome uh, to this event. But if they want to yep. peacefully assemble, make their voices heard, if they want to, uh, you know, uh, lift things up and call upon the name of the Lord to fight this battle for us, we're all about it, and that's what we're going to be doing. You know, one of the functional words in what you just said uh, was national security. Now, I'm not going to be able to be there, but I'm hoping to be able to push out and keep pushing out uh, information and updates as they go along. But if I were there, one of the things that I would ask uh, one of the legislators, because the first thing they're going to do is call you all a bunch of racists and things like that for not wanting these poor people in our country. I The one question I wish someone would ask a politician on a hot mic is, is it okay? When is it okay to just say no? Because this is a matter of national security. As these people come in, we've always had, uh, and I hate to use that open door policy, but we've made people of other nations feel welcome to immigrate here. All right. And there's a, a process. There's no place in the Constitution where the word immigration is used. The federal government is supposed to create a fair means of of naturalization. They've done that. Now it's just a matter of getting them not to be selectively enforcing this. But as in that process, is it okay for America to say, all right, you know what? The volume here has gotten so high, we've got to stop now. Our economy, our our schools, we are going to fail as a nation. We are not going to be stable. We are not going to be the freedom and liberty that you're immigrating towards if we let any more in right now. And and ask them, is it okay to say no for those national security reasons? Because that's why naturalization law is in place by the federal government and why immigration enforcement and border security is a state's rights thing, but that's the question I'd ask them. Is it okay to say no? Because all they want to do is call you a racist. I mean, that is really all that we're saying, right? That, I mean, you're not saying we don't want brown people here. You're saying we've reached capacity. We're unstable. You're creating a national security risk. That's kind of the, if you were to boil down the messaging, that's kind of what this is, right? Well, there must be law and order. If we don't have law and order... You know, we don't have a country. If we don't have borders, we don't have a country. It's not about right. particular people. It's about, you know, uh, following uh, what, you know, what has been laid out so that we can function properly as a nation. And, and it's perfect. I mean, this is, sat- you know, we all know this. It's a satanic agenda that has taken place to destroy the very foundations of the greatest country on earth. Yeah. Because they know 
that they're about to go down. They know they're about to be dealt with swiftly. They know mm-hmm. their time is short, and so they're pulling all the stops. Right. Well, that, that was just the topic of the World Economic Forum this year was to uh, regain trust because we, we, we don't want it. We, we realize we're only now, when they sold us globalization, it was in generalities. They didn't give any specifics. Like I said, these are the growing pains of globalization. We're seeing what they meant by that. Well, they, I mean, our, our antibiotics, 90% of them come from China. Our borders to these people, this is a very flawed form. This is an aggressive hegemonic foreign policy that is fostered by groups like the Council on Foreign Relations, something that sounds domestic and friendly. They're all about dissolving borders. So this is the, the, the condition of our border is not by accident. So I think what we're doing is we're starting to stand up and begin to have that dialogue of redefining what exactly is and is not globalization, what will be tolerated and what will not. Because many of the elements of globalization, many of the musings from the UN and the World Health Organization are simply incompatible with our constitutional republic. So I think we're tapping the brakes on globalization as a whole, if you're to look at this from a foreign policy perspective. Because, again, like I started the show out, I think a lot of our domestic problems are the symptoms of international policies. Yeah, there's there's no doubt. There's there's no doubt to it. You know, and there's <laughs> but there's a lot to say to all that. You know, I really want to hand it over to Mark Anthony. I want you all to hear from him. I want you to hear what's going on in Yuma, Arizona at the same time uh, what's taking place in Texas and California. But I'm, I'm, I'll go and leave you with this. You know, we we we're all we're all doing this um, on our own time and in our own our own dollar. We're all making sacrifices to to excuse me. Sorry, my, my my boy just came in here to say hi to me. Mm-hmm. Um, um, to to make this possible, and you know, funds for everyone's limited, and these things do cost. If if you cannot be there in person, you want to support. Uh, this assembly uh, to hold our uh, elected officials accountable to call them out uh, part of this, uh, this 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 attempt to get the media to cover this and the folks that we're talking to you know at the end of this week uh, some some of the conversations we're going to be having with different folks it's really uh, it's really going to uh, take on a, a nationwide uh, uh, attention but we need your support and we need financial support in order to make it happen uh, we've got to take care of certain certain elements of it. There's only so much we can do. You know, we're we're all tapped out. Everyone's tapped out. But if you can't support us, just go to givesango.com forward slash take our border back. Uh, help make this possible. And uh, you know, I, I, I promise you, we, we won't let you down. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do everything that we can uh, peacefully uh, to to draw attention to these issues. And just really appreciate you having us on and uh, giving us an opportunity to share today. Well, I'm glad to put this out there and, you know, similar to the convoy in D.C. before, you know, it was like one out of 100 people were actually able to make the trip. And those other 99 were there in spirit. And I would love to see uh, pop up on your website some little homework assignments for people 
real uh, to-do list. What can we do in our states now, because we're all feeling the pinch, uh, and get those people involved. I want people to, uh, you know, check you out and join the convoy and, and, and bring attention to this. Uh, but at the same time, those that can't make it, don't sit on your hands, folks. There's got to be a, a way that you can take this message to your legislators, the people that are bringing this into your town. Remind them of Title Eight, Section 1324, and you just may see them in court. What, what can uh, we do here? I want to uh, solutions and put those people. Remember, ninety nine out of a hundred are going to be there in spirit. Let's give them a homework assignment. I'm I'm all for that. Uh, so let's get the website out again. We know uh, takeourborderback.com is your main website. Um, I think you had a contact uh, specific for uh, streamers and people independents like myself to help push the signal out was there a, i forget what that email address was i didn't uh catch it in time but uh i think that's all on the for, website for, for media media take our take our border back at yahoo.com uh, but there's just a general general inquiries it's we the people at takeourborderback.com. okay perfect excellent and, you know just, just, just so you know I'll, I'll leave with this this last talk we had a we had a donor reach out to us and he says i want a specific need addressed I'm, yeah. I'm donating to get billboards up all across this nation. And we've got, we've got like, I think it's 10 or 15 billboards going up in Jacksonville, Florida on Monday. On Monday, there's another six going up in Baton Rouge, 10 in Texas, uh, six in New Mexico, several all over Arizona. And, and we've got, we've got five giant billboards going up in San Ysidro right there at the terminal, the entry and exit points. Nice. See, I'm glad to hear you say that. You've tuned into something really important with people is when you're fundraising, it, it, things are, are different now. People have been uh, screwed and lied to by a lot of shysters out there. And when you come out and say, this is the need, this is uh, what we need to uh, have funded and tell people, uh, give them a material thing, uh, they tend to jump on it when they know that there's uh, an item, uh, a resource uh, that they can specifically pay for and know what their dollar goes to. Uh, so uh, awesome stuff. Uh, those billboards in the right places reach uh, thousands and thousands of people. So there's a, a good uh, material thing that donations can go towards. Um, Robert more, from Texas. More, they, one, one says, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, you know, one says stop fentanyl crisis. Yes. Another one that says stop illegal entry. There's a third one. These are digital billboards, so they rotate through. It says, uh, uh, stop human trafficking. That's a picture of a young girl with a hand over her mouth. And then there's a fourth one that talks specifically about the convoy, all leading people back to what we're doing and giving an opportunity for folks to get involved. So we just we, we, we thank, you know, those those modern men of Issachar that, that understand the times and know what they ought to do. And, uh, you know, and, and, and stop, stop talking about it and doing something. And like you said, there, there, there's always something for, for everybody to do. You know, not everybody may be able to make it on the convoy, um, but you can share social media posts. You can share what's happening. You know, you can donate to the website. You can get involved in other ways. And if, if, if a million people do one thing, a lot can happen. Yeah, I'm going to contact my governor as much of a, a communist heathen as she is. I'm still going to contact her and suggest that she send the Massachusetts National Guard down there to help Texas. 
I'm going to bring pressure like that. I let them hear it because no one calls anymore and lets them know or sends them an email. They just assume they're not going to be listened to. Uh, and that's not true. And the more pressure you bring on these creatures, the more mistakes they make. But uh, very good stuff. Uh, Robert from Texas, I appreciate you down there. Uh, and keep your powder dry and, and keep people on task. There's going to be a lot of people showing up, and this is a very emotional uh, thing. People are going to be charged up, but uh, you guys are doing a good job at keeping them focused on what your goals are, your specific rally points and everything, all looking good. Uh, thank you. And I, let's get to, uh, you know, we got Mark from Arizona. I think that'll be, uh, I think we've got everybody at that point. Yep. Uh, Mark, are, are you still with us? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. How you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Man, man I am. I'm excited and uh, I'm glorified in the spirit. And I, I can't, I just can't wait to uh, make the statements and uh, for, for myself personally and bring in we the people and um, and, and show America that, hey, standing together can move mountains. Because this is what God's wanting. He was wanting us to, to congregate together and come together and unify. Look, uh, we can talk about borders and we can talk about all these things that's very near and dear to us because these people haven't been processed. But uh, I'll give you a little background history of myself. I'm, I don't live in Arizona. I live on the East Coast. No. Um, I... Um, I've been in child rescue for quite a while, work with uh, three different organizations. Uh, I do high-level security for uh, certain people and certain things and have uh, contacts throughout uh, the United States and have uh, been brought up very quickly into this. Um, and, 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 it's, and it's a story in itself. I will just go through it quickly. Um, this is a God movement. Like Robert said, God brought me into this. Look, people, people wanted to know why it didn't happen six months ago, a year ago, you know, uh, uh, two years ago, because it's all in God's timing. This is what this is. This is this is all God, the Spirit moving forward. And um, and we had to wait until it was time. So when it manifested itself, the team was put together literally overnight, and it was on its way the next day. That's how fast it happened. Uh, the core just has been working countless hours um, from all the way from legal standpoints to uh, mapping and charting and talking to sheriffs, talking to police officers, talking to people that matter in the congressional part of it. There's so many behind-the-scenes parts that no one will ever see, nor would that team ever get what's duly owed to them. So I want to just shout out to everybody as far as we the people. I thank you because yeah, you know, that's... Uh, Near and dear to me, like you wouldn't believe, but only for the simple fact that the spirit, when it takes over, it's a, it's a, it's a you know, so many things have happened in the past between today and what happened in the very beginning. And it was all, I've seen a lot of fleshiness. And uh, I will tell you, this is all spirit. If you, if you were just in the room to understand the emotional parts of the spirit coming in and what these people are feeling and how they are spiritually led into this uh it will send chills up your spine and, and give you the giggles because it's just it's overwhelming wow and, and there's a strength in that too and that's why government tries to break down our faith and why why our schools are in the condition that they are is because when you have faith in a higher power like that 
you know, a government is subordinate, and they and they're so arrogant they don't like to be subordinate. <laughs> so right. breaking down our our faith in God, it's it's no surprise that they work so hard to do it. No, but you, that, know, it, you know, this thing goes into so many twists, Dave. I mean, it's it's people don't understand. See, you know, when they dumb you down and they feed you all the garbage they feed you, you feel like crap. And it's really hard to get in the spirit of God when you feel like crap. That's why the temple of God is you, God, and he can dwell within you as long as you're clean, okay? And so when that vessel's clean and you can dwell within and manifest the spirit, then it can manifest forward. But if you feel bad and you're dumbed down and you can't get into the, you just can't feel it because you're so emotionally drained or your body's just so weakened, and that's what they've done. So it's best, you know, I tell people all the time, I said, what can I do? I said, first of all, clean yourself. No. Then go go humbly before the Spirit and let the Spirit come to you and understand the Spirit and talk to the Spirit, and you'll understand it. Um, but that's, that's, that's the first. There's so many avenues to this. You know, Robert touched on something that was really heartfelt. I mean, they're cloaking these kids with, with demonic spirits. How do we know that? Because we've got people in the trenches watching it. Just as yep. just as though just as though they've got their people, we have our people, and yep. we're, they're they're firsthand witnessing them cloaking these kids with evil spirits. And yep. um, we're in the middle of the the greatest surge in homeschooling that this nation has ever seen right now. It's the quiet best kept secret, but that is what's it, right now currently going on in the backdrop. Is, is more parents are pulling themselves out of those schools than ever before, and I encourage it. It's too broken to fix. This is something where the immediate fix for those who have children uh, stuck in that system is to withdraw them and homeschool them because the, the repairs for that are long-term. That's part of what's going on with this convoy is you're really uh, pushing for some permanent long-term changes in the way we do things around here. Um, now, we've got a, uh, just a few minutes left. I want to give all of those minutes to you. What does uh, that fence rider out there, just not sure, is riding the fence on this, whether they go, whether they don't, uh, whether they support, whether they don't, what can you tell them right now uh, that will uh, make them comfortable that this is the thing and that they need to uh, activate right now? What do these fence riders need to hear from you? This is this is not, you know, foreign territory like the District of Columbia is. But you know, they they done away with due process there. So that's why you have J six here sitting in jail because there's no due process there. See, out here we still have due process. Uh, we we we've talked to the sheriffs, we talked to the police departments, we got involved with the counties in which we we chose, and everybody in those those places that we're going is the safest place in those states to be. Uh, for this this event, um, and so uh, we've done a lot of vetting. And like I said, we've got Congress. Listen, we've got congressmen, we've got senators, we've got singers, we've got speakers, we've got influencers, we've got podcasters. This whole place, uh, especially in Yuma, is going to fill up with all these people, and they have all the stuff in. Texas going, which, you know, that Robert's doing such a good job handling that. They're going to have some huge things going on there and in San Pedro, California. I mean, there's going to be craziness energy in these, in these events. And, and, and I can't wait. It's going to be an epic event because I, the hand of God's going to be all over it. 
Um, you know, should reach out to Oliver Anthony, see if you can get him to hop up on one of those flatbeds and play a few tunes for you. I bet he'd get a crowd there. That's right. And we've reached out to other, you know, we reached for the stars, for the bigger people to get involved. Now, we'll find out when this happens how many of those bigger names get involved in this, which um, I think it's, I think it's very important and it's vital because um, they have t- taken the role this far, then they need to take this role because we're finally coming together just as God intended it for it to happen. Uh, let's speak on Yuma and let's speak on California. When California is done with their rally, they're, they're in California. They're going to head over to Maine in Yuma. And then the, then the convoy is going to be arriving from, from, from uh, Golden Valley to, from Golden Valley, from Great American Pizza. The guy there is incredible. Uh, Robert Hall, uh, if people want to gather there the, the day before at 6 p.m. on the 2nd, they're going to have this huge uh, rally there. He's going to feed everyone. It's going it's to be great. The next morning, around 6 or 7, they're going to leave out, head to Yuma. We'll have Texas coming in to Yuma. We'll have California coming into Yuma. And I'm going to tell you now, it's going to be epic. It's it's it's, it's going to be a God move, and you know, I um, I think you're going to feel the feel the spirit when you're there. Nice. It sounds like uh, the locals are getting on board, and you know, we kind of found that that's like tipping a domino over. Sometimes, uh, as you may find a lot of support and a lot of love along the trail uh, now that the word is starting to get out there. So. Um, Good stuff, man. I, I'm excited uh, for the effort. Uh, I think it, it's shining the light right where it needs to be. This is uh, really a crisis, and you're uh, the only group out there, the only organized effort uh, to shine the light on. So, uh, I want to say thank you to everybody. Uh, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Scott, Kim, and Mark from California, uh, Robert from Texas, everybody involved uh, in helping set up the interview. Thank you. Uh, this has been a great show. Appreciate y'all being on board. Please do give us a thumbs up, leave a comment, and uh, visit us over at republicbroadcasting.org for other programs and a way to donate. And, of course, subscribe at redpillpolitics.tv. I'd love to have you. Thanks for tuning in. Fly your flags high. Keep your powder dry. Love each other out there. We'll see you next week. John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, 
And uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.